Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. I love this man. I'm glad he's part of All Nations. Would you stand to your feet? Give him a welcome this morning. Let him know you're glad he came to Tallahassee. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor. Love you too, man. Are you excited about being in the house of God this morning? See, here we go again. We got to do this every week. Are you excited about being in the kingdom of God this morning? Online, thank you so much. Maybe you're clapping online better than they are. Let me ask you this question. Are you excited to know Jesus this morning? Well, maybe he's, maybe he's done anything. Maybe he hasn't done anything for you. Maybe you woke yourself up this morning. Maybe you started yourself on that way. Maybe he didn't provide for you when you needed somebody to provide for you. If anybody has needed anything before from Jesus and he's come through, let me hear you make some noise in this house. Yeah, that make more sense to me. Yes, you all can be seated. And I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to be here on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm here all the time. Man, but I'm always excited to be in the fellowship uh, with, the, with the believers. You guys are phenomenal. Let's give our pastors a round of applause, man. They're just phenomenal leaders. Thank you so much, Pastor Steve, Miss Yvonne. We love you here um, online. We thank you for joining us here at All Nations Church. Again, you heard tonight is young adults, 6 o'clock. Um, if you're, I would say if you're younger than your mother, then all of us would be here. Right? But there is an age. Uh, I would say about 18 to, uh, we got 40-year-olds coming. If you 40, come on. Okay, tonight, six o'clock, we made the time just good enough for you guys didn't have to rush. You didn't have to leave work. We all can fellowship. So it's going to be a great time tonight. I believe God's going to do something here this morning. Um, And I can't tell you all that it is because I don't know. So it's going to be a surprise to all of us. Um, But I also believe that what God is getting ready to do in your life is going to be big. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I, 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 I don't normally um, preach these type of messages, but, but I believe that what God is getting ready to do is going to be really big. Okay, and, I, and I, need you to, I need you to think about this online, what you've been praying for, the nights that you've been crying through, the prayers you thought that he did not hear. I believe God is getting ready to do something phenomenal and exponential in your life. Let's watch this video for a second. Everybody say exponential. Everybody say real big. Do yourself a favor and tell yourself, God is getting ready to do something really big for me. It don't sound big to me. That sounds like the saddest big I've ever heard in my life. Say it again. God is about to do something really big for me. Put a clap to it if you believe it. So it's this story, right? It was this lady. She lived in this house, maybe a two-family, maybe a four-family. That doesn't matter in this story. She lived somewhere, okay? Every night she would pray, Lord, I need you to provide for me. Lord, I need groceries. I need eggs. I need milk uh, for Christian. I need all these things. I need eggs. I need ham. I need cheese. I need all these things. Lord, I need you to provide for me. 
Every night, night after night, night after night, night after night, she just prayed the same prayer. God, I need you to provide. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need food. I need this. I need this. But this one particular night, the door, the window in her, in her room was cracked, and she was pr- praying, Lord, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. Morning, she heard a knock on the door. Came to the door. Looked down. They had bags of groceries. She came outside. God, I thank you. You did it. You did it for me. I knew you would do it. I knew you would do it. I knew you would do it. Somebody jumped out the bush. Hey! God didn't do it. I did it. I was tired of hearing you every night, night after night, saying I did this. I need this. So I bought those groceries. She looked at the man. She said, God, you did it. You did it for me. You did it for me. I'm so happy you did it for me. I'm so happy you did it. He said, stop saying that. God had nothing to do with it. I did it. I used my card, whatever card you use, EBT, whatever it is you get. I used it and I did it. She said, God, God, you did it. You did it. You did it. And you made the devil pay for it. Come on, somebody. Can I tell you, I need you to get your hands on that. God is getting ready to do some things for you in this season that the devil can't hold back and he might help finance what God is getting ready to do. Come on, not by might, not by power, but it is by his spirit, says. (laughs) God is getting ready to do some things in your life. And he may even allow some people to try to get the credit for what he's going to do, but the wealth of the wicked is laid up for for you. Yeah, for me. It's getting ready to be really, really big. It's getting ready to be exponential, bigger than I imagined. Every prayer that I prayed is about to catch up to me. (laughs) I just want to make some prophetic declarations for those that are watching, for those that are in the seats. I don't know what you've been praying for. I don't know what you've been believing for. I don't know what you've been asking for. But I will go on an adventure and say, time is now. Time is now. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, we'll start at verse 5 and we'll read to verse 14. I'll fly through these, but the backdrop is, is the feeding, 5,000. You know the story. Jesus, the fishes, the loaves, some call them fish and chips. I don't know, maybe it was salmon. I don't know. I don't know what kind of fish. Bone in, bone, I don't know. <laughs> it was fish, okay? Hopefully the bread was the Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red Lobster. Can we say a prayer right now? Father, we thank you for those Cheddar Bay Biscuits right now. We just, we receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs) I'm reading from the NIV. This is what it says. When Jesus looked upon and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, this is Jesus talking, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? Now, this is the sovereign Lord. He knows everything. But he like, Phil. He like, bro, how are we going to feed all these people? Now, if I'm Philip, I'm confused. Like, Jesus, why are you asking me? You, You know everything, right? Watch the next verse. He says, he asked this only to test him. Listen to this. For he already had in mind what he was going to do. I could stop right there, but I won't. I'll come back to it. Verse 7, Philip answered him and said, eight months wages, we would not buy any, we would not have enough bread for each one of them to bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew Simon, said, Peter's brother spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Verse 10, Jesus said, have the people sit down. Here's, he's got plenty of grass in this place. Then the men, they they sat everybody down, right? About 5,000 of them. Jesus then said, Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, distributed it, 
to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. Verse 12, when they had all enough to eat, he said to the disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. Wow, that's a word right there. So that they gathered them and filled the 12 baskets with these pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Verse 14, just the A of 14. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, surely this is a prophet. This is a prophet who has come to the world. Father, I thank you right now that every word that come out of my mouth be from you. Father, I thank you right now that every person that's listening, something will connect, that their baby will start to leap on the inside of them. That vision will begin to re be reborn and born and formed. And I thank you right now that what you're getting ready to do is exponential and it's going to be so greater than what was because you're calling us to a new season. And Father, we thank you right now that eyes have not seen, ears have heard, or even enter into the hearts of men all that you have in store for those who love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Verse Let's, let's, let's read verse uh, 5 and 6 really quick again. When Jesus looked up and saw the great crowd coming toward him, he said, Philip, where shall we buy bread for all these people to eat? Number 6, he asked this only to test him, for he had already in mind how he was going to do it. <laughs> Think about that. How many people have vision in here? How many have something that they believe God wants to do in their life? Come on, raise your hand. You're believing for something phenomenal to happen in your life. And you often say, God, how? If, if, if you have a vision that's bigger than you, can I tell you, that's probably from God. That's probably a God-sized vision. But at the same time, when you get these dreams and when you get these visions, the first thing you say is, God, I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to get into that college. I don't know how I'm going to get the loan. I don't know how I'm going to get the car. I don't know how I'm going to start this business. I don't know it. But can I tell you in verse 6, he says he's only testing you because he already knows how he <laughs> Y'all not talking to me this morning. He already knows how he is going to do it. See, isn't it funny how we lose sleep at night? We're trying to get answers to questions that we don't even need to get and he already has. God, how, wouldn't it be amazing if you can just sleep well at night and not even think about what he put in your spirit outside of the fact you're excited to see how he's going to do it? See, when I sleep at night, I sleep easy. I snore like that. Because I know that he is already making the plans for me. And I just have to walk out the steps. Here's the hard part. You got to be obedient. Because sometimes he's going to call you to a place in the deep and you have no idea of where to go, how to swim, nothing. See, I know how to swim, but I don't know how to swim. Let me explain this to you. I won't die. <laughs> I don't know how to swim on top of water. I know how to swim underneath the water, okay? Don't judge me. But at the end of the day, you're only comfortable where you're comfortable. You only feel safe where you feel safe. If the water gets too deep, you don't venture out. But can I tell you something? It is in the venturing out where the biggest blessing will be. It is in the greatest challenges of your life where you're like, I, I'm not really sure about this. Can I tell you, if you've ever said, I'm not really sure about this, then I tell you something. You need to go. Because God is never going to put you in a position that you're really sure about. Anything big that has ever happened in my life, ever happened in your life, anything that will ever happen amazing in our life, we are all unsure about. See, you have to understand the backdrop. All these people are here. And they're looking at Jesus, Jesus looking at them, and they're looking at Jesus like, Jesus, what are we going to do? And Jesus, the, the Savior of the world, he's like, I don't know how we're going to pay for this. Anybody, Chick-fil-A card, anybody got nothing. 
You got to make this happen. But can you, put your mind, can you put yourself in the mind of the little boy? That's why this is Generations Weekend. So many things were represented here. This little boy like, I got some fish and some bread. I'm hungry, but I don't want to give it to y'all. He, if he's a regular kid, he's like, why are you going to take my fish? What I'm going to eat. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like when you ask a kid, can I have that? It's my last one. I don't, we ain't got no more. <laughs> We, we, we don't have any more. And you know, mama like, I'm your mama. I brought you here. You ought to get this to me. Come on, mamas. Come on, let's pray for the mamas. Father, just pray for the repent right now in Jesus' name. They try to take their kids last to everything. Can you imagine a little boy? Like, man. And who knows? He didn't talk about his parents, but he couldn't have been there alone. What about the parents they don't speak of? How did they... What, what was that conversation? Was there even a conversation? My mind often ventures out into the things that the Bible doesn't communicate. They talked about that the boy had the fish and the loaves, but he just said to his parents, like, hey, go ahead, give, give that. What if he was like, what if his parents were like, don't get that? Look at all these people here. We got to eat. We, we got to eat. Our family got to eat. What if the little boy was like, but mama, this is Jesus. You know how we do our kids? Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. And they be in faith, but you be in fear. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to a mama and daddy today. Your kids be like, mama, we can do this. We've... Child, you just don't know. You ain't got no job. You don't pay nothing around here. Mama, let's just give this last money to this man. Uh-uh, roll the window up, and then you lock... You know, you got, <laughs> you, you got the man on the side with the sign, please, just a dollar. And you looking at the dollar, and your kid looking at the dollar, and it's like a, a draw-off, like a western. Woo, wah, wah, wah. You're like, no, give me, I'm going to whoop you, I'm going to spank you, put the dollar down. But mama, he hungry. You feel bad, because your child is living in faith, but you're living in fear. This is a story about. All you have is all you need. What God is trying to do for you, he's less trying to get things to you and wake up something in you. Hear me. God is trying to move you further, faster, but you're looking at your fish and all you and your bread, you're like, I just don't have enough. Instead of saying, I have enough to start. Let me say that again. Maybe you're looking, I don't have enough. Wait, I have just enough to start. I have enough to start to get the LLC. I have enough to start to start making a child and daycare entrepreneur. I have enough to start to start the cooking stuff. Maybe I don't have everything I need, but I have enough right here. All I have is what I need. And he's asking you, do you? How are we going to do this? But he's asking you to test you, to show you that I'm just playing with you. I don't really need you to figure out how to do it. I just need you to trust me enough to know that I've got it under control. Listen to what I'm saying. We lose so much sleep trying to figure out how, when. I'm scared. Anybody ever been scared? Anybody ever had that prayer? Lord, this bigger than me. I'm not adequate. I'm not adequate. I'm not deserving. Why? If he gave it to you, he's going to get it to you. Hear me. If he gave it to you. He's going to get it to you. And here's a bigger problem. If you're not dreaming of anything big, something's wrong. 
something's wrong. In the story you hear, they continue to read, but at the end of the text, it says, and all the people saw that the miraculous signs that Jesus did, then they said, he must be the, he must be the prophet. Isn't it funny how Christians, isn't this the weirdest thing? Christians be like, oh, he is God after he does it. Is that faith? Faith is, once you do it, then I'm going to wholeheartedly believe in you, God. After you provide, yes. Listen, you got to see it before you see it. Let me say it again. You got to see it before you see it. You got you to see it before you see it. If you don't see it in your spirit, you'll never see it in the natural. If you don't see it already been manifest in the heavens, you'll never see it in the earth. And if you're waiting to see him do something, can I tell you, he's waiting and see you going to do something. What you going to do? What you going to do, Clyde? What you going to do? What, what are you going to do? He's already given you the vision, but it is not, it is not his job to execute what he's giving you. Mm. That means you got to do some work. Faith without works is he's dead. It's just no different how we pray for souls. God, send in the souls. Send them from the north, God, the south, God, the east, the west, from all over the world. We don't have a beacon on the top of this church. <laughs> Guess what? You got to go get them. You got to get off your do-nothing. Come on. Anybody got to do nothing? They, everybody don't call it that. They call it several things, but I'm going to call it a do-nothing. You got to get off your do-nothing and go do something. You're not going to get the loan if you don't apply. You're not going to have supernatural debt cancellation if you're not sowing and giving in your offering and believing God for more. This is one of those sermons where I'm saying, listen, God has put something massive inside of you and it's so big. That's why when Jesus, can you imagine when Mary got pregnant? Joseph was like, that ain't mine. That ain't my baby. First thing he said, whose is it? Where you at? <laughs> where you at? Who, where you been? And she like, bro, I don't know. I can't, can you imagine him going on uh, um, Maury Povich? She took a thousand DNA tests and still nobody. But can you imagine? She couldn't really go to anybody else. But the only person that she can go to Somebody else that was carrying something. You can't go to people that are not carriers like you. Because if you start to go to people with your vision and those people don't have vision, they're going to tell you that your vision is crazy. They're going to tell you that you're believing too big. That doesn't make sense. How are you going? It's just so bad when you go to people and say, how are you going to pay for that? How are you going to do that? Online, have you ever had that? You, some, when somebody came to you with something, you're like, well, that don't make sense. It never makes sense if it makes faith. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I believe that there will be businesses that come out of this church. I believe there will be exponential wealth coming out of this church. How else are we going to subdue a city? How else are we going to take land? How else are we going to take state? How else are we going to take colleges? How else are we going to have influence? This is what I believe. I believe that this church will be such a staple in this community that before any law is passed, they'll say, all nations, how you feel about it? Before any highway is built, they'll say, all nations, does this inconvenience you? I'm telling you, God is going to put us as a place in this community where nothing happens unless it comes through here. See, that's what I'm believing for. 
So you gotta catch, you gotta catch up. Or are you just believing for another pair of shoes? You want mine? You can have them. I'm believing for a city. <laughs> I'm believing for a nation. I'm believing that America will be saved completely. But I'm asking you, how big are you believing? God has a plan to do something so great that by the time you get done, you don't even know. You should have so many things in your life that you look at and say, I don't even know how I got that. You know, my grandmother used to say, you should be able to look around your house and you should be able to say, faith got that for me. Faith did that. I don't know how, faith, yep, faith did that too. Faith, but if you have everything that you're surrounded by, that I did that. I did that. Can I tell you, it ain't about working long hours. It ain't about working day after day. I don't subscribe to team no sleep. I need to sleep. I need to nap. I take naps now. I don't subscribe to that because I believe that in my rest, he's working. <laughs> that I believe when I do what I'm supposed to do, he's doing greater, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask and think according to the power that worketh where? You. Probably if you're not seeing it, it's probably because you're not saying it. Your life and what you see in your life is a sum total that what comes out of your mouth. Oh, my kids ain't gonna never do nothing. That's why they ain't doing nothing. They never gonna stop smoking. That's why they keep smoking. She keep having babies. Look at the seeds you planting. This business, oh, I'm bleeding out. Guess what? You're gonna keep bleeding out. I'm never in the black. Guess what? You ain't gonna never be in the black. Can I tell you? Faith works because you believe everything you say. That's why you're seeing everything you've said. Oh, listen to me. I can't even say that again. It was too good. It was fast. How about you now start to change the things that are coming out of your mouth? One day I'm going to be in the black. One day I'm going to have more than enough. One day my daughter is going to be a woman of God that I've seen her to be. One day my son is going to stop smoking those things. One day my son is going to walk into his calling. One day my daughter is going to be all that God has called her to be. One day I'm going to have everything that God says I can have. One day I'm going to get the car that I said I'm going to get. One day I'm going to be able to have enough money to help her get out of debt. And help her get out. Y'all ain't clapping good enough for me. This is God. One day. But at some point, we have to go from one day to saying day one. <laughs> you got to go from one day to today I'm going to start. You think that weight going to fall off? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me stay out of there. <laughs> Let me stay out of there. No, I'm going to stay right there. You're looking. Oh, I need to get this weight off of me. Ooh, God, you got to do it. <laughs> God, you got to do it. If, listen, he like, no, honey, you got to do it. You don't have to keep going to the gas station on gains late at night to get a honey bun. Come on, somebody. I'm telling on myself. <laughs> Just because you get a Pepsi urge, it doesn't mean at midnight you got to go find one. Lord, help me. Can I, Lord, I, please forgive me. I just use myself to throw myself under the bus. I go to the gas station late at night because I want a Pepsi. That ain't good. I like chips and I like the, they call them a hood bag. You mix them all together. You got the white cheddar popcorn. You got the spicy Doritos and you put them, you shake them up and you just get, you don't know what you're going to get out. It's like a surprise. It's like, oh my God. 
And then when it get real good, like now you put the two chips together, you put the popcorn in between the two chips, and you just, oh my God, it's just. And I thought my motivation, I was going to come to Florida, it's going to be sunny, I'm going to be motivated to go out there and run. I ran for a couple of days, and I said, I just found myself running back to the gas station. <laughs> That's okay, I'm by myself, I can be by myself. But God is just not looking to favor you and just not to look to give you so much just so you can squander it. He said, before I give you this, I need you to get disciplined. I need you to get a regiment. I need you to get solid. I need you to get solid. I need you to stay, get a regiment on getting in this word. I need you to start to pray more. He said, because what I'm getting ready to throw on you, listen, if once he gives you what he gives you, you're going to have to stay in this. I'm going to tell you why. Because it's going to be so big, you're like, I don't even know how to keep this. This just so much. You're like, okay, Lord, I need to, uh, John 3, 16, I need to go to John 5, 7. I need to read all these scriptures because it's going to be so big that you have to learn how to halt. Listen, <laughs> it's all you've been praying for. But sometimes, you know, I've learned this about God, that he will give you something just to show you that you weren't ready for. You really want it? Okay, here you go. You're going to keep asking. And then when it don't work, why'd you give it to me? You know, they, they got this saying, sometimes you want a man bad till you get a bad man. Lord, I want a man. Give him her. I'm waiting. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I've been single too long. Like 17. What? <laughs> I'm single forever. Lord, I want this woman. I've, I've been waiting a long time. Then you get them. Oh, why you give it to me? <laughs> Pastor, help me. Pastor, you know Pastor Steve, he's like, I told you not to do it. <laughs> I told you. Not, you didn't want to listen. You said God told you. I'm out. <laughs> Church is getting ready to be like a massive influx of God's goodness that's coming to his people. Please, please hear me. I'm not just referring to money. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about wealth, not money. I'm talking about more than enough, right? Houses you didn't build. Uh-oh, come on, somebody. It's, it's houses you didn't build. Land you had nothing to do with. But God is looking for people to say, okay, yep, they've been praying. They have a steady prayer life. They fast. They do what they need. They tithe. They sow. Boom, it's coming your way. Oh, I'm looking over here. Who else I can bless that I know will bless me back? There's a prophetic declaration. It's in Isaiah chapter 54. I won't read it yet. But what I do understand, that if you look at the Hebrew boys, right? If you look at the Hebrew boys in the furnace... There was always somebody showing up in the middle of something amazing. Even in the hardest parts of your life, God is always showing up. In the best seasons of your life, God is always showing up. If he says, I'll never leave you, neither will I forsake you, that means in the good he's there and in the bad. That means he knows if he blesses your socks off, he can't leave you by yourself alone with it because you will go crazy. There's always a fourth man. <laughs> there's always a person in the middle of your fire. There's a person at the end of your fire. There's a person going into your fire. He's everywhere all the time. This is Jesus, the man of God. That is, he, listen, he's always with you. 
He's always around you. Aren't you tired of getting in that old car? Listen, this is not a prosperity thing. This is a kingdom thing. You're talking about, didn't you try to get in that car? And you just, oh, I hate this car. I don't want this car anymore. It never starts up. Oh, I want this car. Oh. Look at these tires on this car. Look at the radio. It only gives me one station. I'm tired of king and country. That's all. King and country. Oh. Have you ever walked outside? Go watch that old car. This is the car that God gave me. This is the car that I'm using right now. This car is going to get me from A to B. This car is going to get me where I need to go. This car has been greater than what I've been to it. God has a plan for me. This is my Mercedes. This is whatever I'm going to call it to be. This is the goodness of God in the land of the living, in the season that I am in right now. Because one morning you're going to wake up and you're going to get exactly what you've been praying for. But you've got to ask yourself, have I been a good steward? I don't want a car. I don't want this car. Look at the antenna. I don't want a car. Tired of rolling the window up by myself. Oh, can I tell you, you got a window to roll up? You got a car to start. Uh huh. You got air to get. I don't care if you got to strap one of those little uh, mid America fans that you push the button, you put it close to your vent and let the air come in. Whatever you got to do to say, Lord, I don't care when you decide to do it. But all I know is I know you're going to do it one day. Do I have anybody here to say, I don't care where I am. I know where he's called me to be. And greater is he. Y'all ain't clapping good enough for me. Greater is he that's in me than he than is in the world. I'm not going to always be this way. My life is not going to always be this way. My situation is not going to always be this way. My financial situation won't always be this way. But can I tell you, it will be that way if you continue to stay that way. For every exciting clap, there's a downward spiral. Woo, whoa. Woo, yeah, I'm having a lot. Oh, we got to do the work. I don't know. God is looking for people that he can trust. Can I trust you with this? If, I, if you can't pay tithes off $10, you're not going to do it on 100 Can I tell you? You're not. I give you $10 and you can't give him a dollar. You can't break him off a dollar. What person you know to say, just give me 10% and after you give me the 10%, I'm going to bless the 90 to make you feel like you didn't even give me the 10% in the first place. Isn't that a deal of a lifetime? Okay. You give me, I'm going to give you 100. Just give me 10. But what I'm going to do is then I'm going to take your 90, I'm going to bless it, break it, and I'm going to multiply it. And I'm going to give you more than you ever had just because the 10 you gave, and you don't even think about the 10. As a matter of fact, you're going to want to like, that's all you want is $10? That's all you want $100? God is not after your money, he's after your heart. That's why you got a lot of rich people that's committing suicide. It's not about the money. It's not just about, oh, I got all this. Why? What are you doing with it? It's about advancing the kingdom. He's in the fire. He's out of the fire. He's in the beginning of the fire. He's in the end of the fire. He's at the closing of your place. He's in the, he's in the uh, packing of your old spot. He's in the going into the new season. He's in the old season. He's in, he's out. He's everywhere you are. That's the cool part about being in faith because when you're in faith, you're in him. 
Let me ask you the question. How many people say, I have some fear things? When it, when it comes to stepping out doing new stuff, raise your hand. I, I fear that a little bit. Yeah, I see you. I see you. It's honest. It's honest. But let me help you with this. <laughs> you have faith. You just have faith in, in fear. Think about it. Online. You have faith. You just have faith in fear. You believe exactly what fear is telling you. You're not going to do it. You're right. You're not going to amount to anything. You're right. It'll never work. True. Huh. I believe it. I won't do it. How about you take that energy and you put it into faith and say, whatever you believe, you receive it. When you pray, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. No matter what God puts in front of me, I know if he puts in front of me, if he, I know if he puts it in front of me, I know he's in me to accomplish what he's put in front of me. No, listen, no more I but the Christ that lives what's inside of me. If he says you can have it, you can have it. How about you start believing the best? Listen, every time you go do something great, I promise you fear will be there. You never do anything with the absence of fear. You just have to choose faith. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. This is a declaration that I want to, a prophetic declaration that I believe. But before we do that, I want to show you something. And I want to let you know. This is really quick. And I believe this is going to transition us into something phenomenal. It's about a fourth man. It's about a man always being there. And it's about a man who's calling us to do something exponential. And he's never going to call us to do something exponential if he's not already equipped us to do something and receive something exponential. Let's run that video. In Genesis, he is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, our high priest. In Numbers, the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, the prophet like unto Moses, and Joshua, the captain of our salvation. In Judges, our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, our kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, our reigning king. In Ezra, our faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Esther, our Mordecai. In Job, our day spring on high. In Psalms, he's the Lord, our shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In the Song of Solomon, he's the lover and the bridegroom, and Isaiah, the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, the righteous branch. In Lamentation, the weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, the wonderful four-faced man. And in Daniel, the fourth man, the burning fiery furnace. Who is this fourth man? In Hosea, he's the faithful husband, forever married to the backslider. In Joel, the baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. In Amos, our burden bearer, and Obadiah, the mighty to save. In Jonah, our great foreign missionary. In Micah, the messenger of beautiful feet. In Nahum, the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, God's Evangelist crying revive thy work in the midst of the years. In Zephaniah, he is the Savior. In Haggai, the restorer of God's lost heritage. In Zechariah, the fountain opened up in the house of David for sin and uncleanness. And in Malachi, the son of righteousness rising with healing in his wings. Who is this fourth man? In Matthew, he's the Messiah. In Mark, the wonder worker. Luke, the son of man. And John, the son of God. In Acts, the Holy Ghost. In Romans, our justifier. Corinthians, our sanctifier. In Galatians, he is the redeemer from the curse of the law. In Ephesians, the Christ of unsearchable riches. In Philippians, the God who supplies all our needs. In Colossians, the fullness of the Godhead bodily. First and second Thessalonians, he is our soon coming king. In first and second Timothy, our mediator between God and man. In Titus, our faithful pastor. 
Philemon, a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. In Hebrews, the blood of the everlasting covenant, and James, the great physician. First and second Peter, the chief shepherd, who soon shall appear with a crown of unfading glory. In first, second, third John, he is love. In Jude, the Lord coming with ten thousands of his saints. In Revelation, the King of kings and Lord of lords. This fourth man, I'll tell you who he is. He's Abel's sacrifice, Noah's rainbow, Abraham's ram, Isaac's wells, Jacob's ladder, Issachar's burdens, Judah's scepter, Balaam's Shiloh, Moses' rod, Samuel's horn of oil, David's slingshot, Isaiah's fig pole, Hezekiah's sundial, Peter's shadow, Paul's handkerchief's apron, Stephen's signs and wonders, John's pearly white city. Who is this fourth man? To those of us who travel the dark night, he's the bright and morning star. To those who go through the lonesome valley, he's a lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the staff of life, and honey in their eye. Who is this fourth man? He's a rock in a weary land. He is the pearl of great pride. He is the everlasting father, and the garment of our life is upon his shoulder. Who is this fourth man? He is Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Who is that fourth man to you? Y'all not clapping good enough on that. Who is the fourth man? Where do you need him to be? What do you need him to be? How do you need him to provide? How do you need him to make a way? How do you need him to come through? Who is he to you? I'm going to give you a few minutes to think about who he is to you. I got all day. I stand here for another hour. I'll just wait on you. Who is he to you? You heard he who was to them. But who is he to you? Who is he to you? What seed do you need him to part? What way do you need him to make? What door do you need him to open? <laughs> what bridge do you need him to build? What relationship do you need him to form? <laughs> what strategy do you need him to give you? What wisdom do you need him to give you for the deal that you need to put on the table for the business? What do you need? What, who, is the, who is the fourth man? And where do you need him to be? Isaiah 54. I want to declare this over your life. You ready for this? Now listen, this cannot fall on deaf ears. Yeah, this is, this is, this is a declaration for you from this moment in your life forward. Exponential. Sing, O barren woman. Yeah, if you're online, just lock in with me. Tap in. Tap in with me. Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child. Burst in a song. Shout for joy. Why? Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. Amen. Listen to me. I need, you to, I need you to enter into this prophetic declaration with me. Number two. Enlarge the place of your tent. Everybody listen to me. This is a prophetic declaration. If you're online and if you listen on the radio, I need you to receive this, whatever posture you need to put inside of your heart. If you're with your spouse, get next to your spouse. If you've been praying for something, whatever it is, this and why I'm listening, I need you to write down something you've been believing God for. Put, put it, put it in your phone. Enlarge your place of your tent. Stretch out your curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. Why? For, the, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. <laughs> your descendants will dispose of nations and settle in their desolate cities listen number four do not be afraid why <laughs> you will not suffer the shame i want to go back to number two 
enlarge the place of your tent. He says, wherever you are, you need to prepare for what's coming. Listen, I need you to prepare for what's coming. Students, your high schools, we're going to start doing Bible studies in your schools. And God is going to do some amazing things in your, in your life, in your scholastic life, in your sports career. All the things that God is going to do, families, in your businesses, in your entrepreneurial endeavors. He was like, you're thinking too small. He said, you built a little tent. He said, but I can't fit all I want to do inside that little tent. I need you to prepare for what I'm getting ready to do. Number four, do not be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will, you will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For the maker is your husband. Your husband. Your baby daddy. Your baby daddy is, is Jesus. That's heck of a child support, ain't it? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. He said, the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. Your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back. And as if you were his wife, deserted, distressed in the spirit. A wife who was very young, only to be rejected, says your God. For a brief moment, this is the Lord saying, I abandon you, but with deep compassion, I will bring you back. In a surge of anger, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will make compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Listen to me. I need you to get excited for what's about to happen. I need you to begin to prepare for what you've been praying for. And not just praying, I need you to actually believe what you prayed for is going to happen. I believe the testimonies going to come from this house are going to be phenomenal. Amen. Listen to me, please hear me by way of the Holy Spirit. That some of the delay you have been experiencing has not been from the enemy. It's been Jesus himself saying, no, 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 wait. It's no different than when they told him, Lazarus, hey, he's, he, if you don't come now, you, if you don't come now, he, he's going to die. He, you got to show up now. And Jesus was in the boat and he was close to the shore. And he was like, if you don't come now, he, he, he's not going to make it. You have to come now. And if you understand about Jewish custom, after four days, there was no way to raise a body. They said the soul would no longer be over the body. So Jesus said, I'm going to go back. He said, you know what? He's going to die. He's like, okay, let him die. I'm going to go back in the water. Jesus, where, 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 why, why, you, why you didn't show up? Can I tell you, sometimes there's an intentional delay by the man himself. And this is what I believe that he's saying. He said, in this, in this space in your life, the intentional delay, I need all of the people to mourn you and to be away from you when I come. Can you imagine what was happening in that setting? Every, all the people, oh, Lazarus, he died. Oh, God. Lazarus, everybody mad at Jesus. Oh, he could have healed him, but he didn't. He said, he, know, he knew that on the fourth day, everybody that was around would be gone. Some things God is going to do in front of the same people that said they couldn't happen. Yeah. But there are other things he's going to wait for the, the leeches to get away from you before he blesses you. Because <laughs> the thing about vultures... They just hang around till you die. Yeah. But I'm challenging you right now that you're stepping into a season. You, if you've been here at this church for the last, for the last several months and Sunday after Sunday, we, it's just been getting greater and greater and greater and greater. Well, here's the deal. 
he's been investing. Now it's time for a level of return. There's something that God is getting ready to do for our family, my family, your family. But now you got to say, okay, no more fear. I'm going to step out and write the business plan. Listen, I'm going to step out and, and do the strategy. I'm going to submit the idea. Yeah, I'm going to start the I'm an entrepreneur endeavor. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to submit all of this to him because I believe there's so much more that he wants to do in my life. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. But maybe you're in this room today and you're like, I've been believing for something huge. Whether it be sickness or healing, finances, whatever the case may be. I believe there's an anointing here today. I know Tom. Tom, if you, I, don't, I, I believe there's an anointing here today that God is looking for people that he can carry out his work with. Let me ask you a question. How many people in this room have something up before the Lord that's really big? Raise your hand. Whether it be a business, whether it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Put your hand down. How many people will say, if God doesn't do it, it won't happen? <laughs> this is what I want to challenge you to do. Because you have to understand how much more time I got. Okay, I'm good. A lot of us, a lot of us in this room right now, we, we're right here. And God is saying, okay, I, I need some more from you, but you're going to have to come up some. <laughs> you've been in a safe season. The stuff you've been believing for is going to require way more unsafety than this. You're like, God, I'm, it's too hot. Just take the step. So we come up here, right? And we're here. God bless these risers. And we're here. And it's like, okay, wait. Okay. You know, like kids, they, they're trying to stand. <laughs> Their knees. It's like, okay. I like it here. But then he begins to make here uncomfortable. Because you begin to pray on a level that you're not even on anymore. It's like, okay, I need you to come up some. How many people in their spirit feel like God has been calling you to come up some? You've been calling, I need, I need you to come up some. Here is not enough. He said, I need you to come up a little bit higher. You're like, now if I go here, you know, I, if, I, if I go here, you're going to actually make me start to say out of my mouth what you've been telling me in my spirit. And I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to start talking about something. Then, and then people actually hold me to the fire. You know how it is. We don't say stuff because we don't want people to be like, it ain't happened yet. It ain't happened yet. I'm going to start this business 10 years later. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to start. I don't know. It's time to come up a little bit higher. It's very hard to live a life like this. You, you can't live this life. Because at some point it's going to become uncomfortable. And I'd rather suffer the pain of change than suffer the pain of staying the same. He said, okay, we got to go up a little bit higher. It's like, okay, oh, this is, the air is different up here. It's different up here. It's like, okay, Lord, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. No more I with the Christ that lives within me. I believe I receive when I pray. And we start to get bold right here. We start to live a bold life up here. We look how far we've come. But he's like, I want to take you up a little higher. You're like, no, I'm scared of heights. I'm okay right here. 
I'm okay right here. But God is calling all his people to live at high level. He's calling all of us to live at such a level where we have to trust him to stay here. Because it's too far down. Like, you have to look and be like, I, I, like, I have to trust God. Because if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. And God is looking for people who says, I want to be in the deep so I can have to depend on him. I want to be in such an area in my life that every decision I make is life or death. Rise or fall. I believe this word is landing on some hearts in this room. I believe I'm standing at a level in which a lot of us are aspiring to get to, but we're just afraid to do it. Because when you get up here, you got to start sowing more. When you get up here, you got to start giving your time more. Too much is given, much is required. I believe this is one of the sermons that will help us move further faster exponentially, socially, relationally, financially, economically. I'm talking to myself. I got some things I need to do. I got some financial things I have up before the Lord that I need God to come through on. But guess what? I have to do exactly what I'm telling you. Let me ask you this question. I already asked that question. Let me ask it again. How many people in here are believing in God to do some big things in their life right now? Raise your hand. Let me ask you this next question. How many people, again, know that if you don't let God do it, it will not be done? Raise your hand. How many, and I'll remember this, but I feel like, how many people are, are, are stepping out to start a business? Let me see. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise it high. Okay. I want to I wanna do a special prayer for that. I want to do a special prayer for that. We'll just we'll hold on in a second. But I believe that the people that will be sitting in these seats will be like that's why they call us all nations, right? It's going to be so much. Rep it's going to be millionaires in here. It's going to be impoverished people. It's going to be middle class. It's going to be so many different people in here. But I'm calling all those who raise their hand and say, "Hey, there's something big that I'm believing for." And I need God to do it. I'm just walking in a little fear. That's what I want you to do. I want you to make your way up here right now. If you raise your hand, that was pretty much 90% of you. You can social distance. It's enough platform here to do what you need to do. If you're like, hey, I'm believing for this scholarship. I need to get this scholarship, but I don't know if I'm going to get it. I'm believing for this, you know, for this internship. I want to come, come up here. If you're online, this is for you too. God is going to do something exponential. He's going to enlarge your place of, of influence. And I really believe this is for all of us today. But he's asking, I need, you to, I need you to submit this to me. I need you to enlarge your place, your tent. They sang the song, God, we believe for it. Do the, the um, in, what is it? The um, unspeakable, unthinkable. And can I tell you, when God starts to do it, I don't want you to be quiet about it. When he starts to move on your behalf, I want you to say something. I want you to talk about it. Not be arrogant about it, but say, look at what the Lord has done. 
Come on, I speak rental properties in this room. I speak real estate in this room. I oh, y'all not speaking enough in this room. You got to begin to declare the goodness of God in your life. I speak, you are the lender and not the borrower. You are above and not beneath. Come on, somebody. If you're online, this is for you. This is for us. So take a second and close your eyes. Right where you are. And I want you to get that dream, that God-sized dream, that God-sized vision, that God-sized idea. And I want you to, you're putting it right in front of God and you're making a commitment to say, God, I trust you with this. And whatever you tell me to do, help my feet be diligent to follow your path. <laughs> Come on, dream it. Dream it. Think it. Put it in your heart. I believe God is going to release strategy right now. I believe he's going he's to release ideas to you right now. The how to get to where he's calling you to be. Supernatural ideas right now in Jesus' name. I believe it. Keep your eyes closed. If you're online, begin to believe it. Policies change. Come on, it's a favor declaration. Policies change. Preferential treatment. Petitions granted. Doors open that we don't have to close. I declare that this is the year of the favor of God on our lives, but we have to believe it. Everything we're saying, we have to believe it. No, I don't have the credit for it, but I don't need the credit because God is going to get the credit and he's going to put me in the position that I need to be in to get me what I need to get. It's going to give us discipline in the areas of our life. Keep playing. Hey, Tom, let's just sing the hook to that, to the, the chorus to that. And keep your eyes closing. Got a few minutes and we're going to close. But lift your hands all over. If you're really believing for it. Yeah. It's not hard. Come on. Now you can open your eyes and begin to clear this. Come on. Now raise it up. Come on. Break the unbreakable. Come on, there it is. Let it rise. Come on. We'll see. God, we believe.
keep that right there. And we're going to leave after this. This is what I want to do. Because now we've gone from a place of, okay, I believe this is my season of exponential increase, responsibility, discipline. But this is a moment where God is saying, now I need you to put your actions with your belief. I need you to believe to now worship me from a place of, it's already done. All right, wait. I need you now to I need you now to start honoring me like whatever you've been praying for, and I come I'm, and I'm, I'm good on my word. You ready? So, Naomi band, I just want you to open up and explode, and this is what I want you to do. See, I know I'm gonna do this every time. The Lord has instructed me every time I finish a sermon to get you to do something that you're very uncomfortable doing. Now. They're going to open up, and I want you to just be free in worship. Look, I don't care. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. But this is just for people who are like, you know what? I'm going to dance in it. I'm going to turn in it. I'm going to do whatever you want me. Because look, he wants your worship to go from here to here. At some point, we got to get here. So... We're gonna do it. Naomi, I want you guys to just go nuts. And we're gonna go nuts out here, and we're gonna go home. But I promise, if you meet him at the, at, if you meet him in this, eyes have not seen, my God. Come on, somebody. Here we go. You ready? Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself, because you're gonna have to, whatever your crazy is, you do it online. If you, whatever you gotta do, you ready? One, two, let's go. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey. Right. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Hey, lift it up. Tonight at 6 p.m., all young adults meet here. You're not going to want to miss it because what's happening in here is going to transition to tonight. 
18 to 40 online be here after I say this prayer we're gonna go up again and we're gonna go home you ready receive it and may the Lord bless you and keep you may he make his face shine upon you be gracious unto you may the Lord turn his face toward you welcome and give you peace in Jesus name let everybody say amen
I believe that word this morning that's God gonna do something so big God's gonna make people say how did you do that it's time to extend our tents and our church and our families and our workplace and our schools God's gonna be with you let fear go hey I feel the Holy Spirit saying you're gonna prove some people wrong you're gonna prove some people wrong all the doubters are going to look up to you and say, I want what she has. I want what he has. But you need to tell them, what I have is what comes from above. is the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's lift our hands up as we dismiss this morning. And go with that same spirit. Listen, I challenge you this morning to go and tell somebody. They might not understand it. They're going to look at you crazy, but just say, hey, guess what? God is about to do something big in my life. And if you want God to do something big in your life, come join me here next Sunday so you can be a part of what God is doing in my life. How many of y'all going to do that today? Say, God is going to do something big in my life. Oh, come on. God is going to do something so big that you can't even imagine. So let's lift our hands today and ask God right now. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you grace and give you peace. Go with this word. Pray. And let's believe. God bless you. All nation church, we love you. The Lord loves you. Let's give God a round of applause before we leave here this morning. God bless you. We love you, church. to the end of the message and now what is God leading you to make a change are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit our Sunday morning service is at 10:30 and Wednesday night service at 7 plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.